0: Two hundred and twenty-four years ago, the sage king of Forlaten began construction on a magnificent palace, one planned to rival even the great Golden Rose Pavilion. Before it could be completed, the sage king fell ill and, surrounded by bad advice and greed, passed into death and obscurity, and the unfinished palace fell to two monarchs, three despots, and finally, the wilderness. 62 years ago gained a new tenant like so many of the old world's abandoned places. A divine creature that could trace their roots back in part to that same golden rose pavilion. This new tenant now, today, is watching as three heroes, a farm girl queen and her knight, approach the ruins the sage king labored over. Welcome to Sword of Symphonies. I'm your host Kat. And Hi.
1: I'm Kat.
2: Hi. Hello.
1: Hi, Kat. Hi. Hi, listeners. Um. Hi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> With me are Kathleen.
1: Hi, I'm Kathleen. And Nick.
2: No, dad. I couldn't I was trying to load up the national. Anyways, I was trying to make dumb memes. Uh, hi, everybody.
0: And Kirsten's here. Kirsten's with us.
3: I am. I am here.
0: Great job, team. You can always tell the point in my notes where I stopped. (laughs) Where the prepared material ends. Previously on Sword of Symphonies, the party came across a ruined palace in the woods, deep in the woods where it is said there is a nest of horrors that have been occasionally preying on the livestock of Northridge. Penelope has abdicated her duties as festival queen to go on um this quest to rid the village of oh, this predator.
3: Yeah the festival's still going on and I totally was just like um see ya oh,
2: that's that's in character
1: <laughs> yeah that tracks. Mm. To be fair, making sure that your friend doesn't die horribly—it's
3: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like is arguably noble, I would say. I'm sure everyone's used to Penelope being like this for, by now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's gonna—it's gonna take a couple hours before your father realizes you just ran off without telling anyone else and takes it upon himself to make alternate
1: arrangements. Think of all of the pies that are going uneaten right now. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Maybe you
0: guys can make it back in time for pie.
3: Maybe.
2: Well, we better move fast, then.
0: We better go fast.
2: Gotta go fast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you guys find yourself standing outside these ruins. They're caved-in minarets and ornate still paint-flecked arches. Party inside?
3: What party do? I say we go inside, yes.
2: Well, uh... Cobb always makes sure sure to bring along lanterns and that kind of stuff.
0: This is true. The man makes a...
2: Lanterns uh, are very useful, everybody.
0: Oh my god, I've just realized it. Sorry, uh listeners, I've been naming all of my Pokemon after Sword of symphony's characters. And I've just realized that the perfect Pokemon for Cobb is Lantern. Ooh. Ah. Because he's always got one.
2: He does there always we have go. one.
0: Thanks, guys. Thanks for solving this for me. <laughs> so Fulquin gets off her horse and Radov dismounts Jem, who is still kind of sticking close by. And Radha starts sizing up the palace. And I mean, I've never been inside it, they say. But it's not like it can have a basement, right? Like, were basements even invented?
2: Mm. Probably. Let's assume that this place is going to be much larger than we're expecting. That way we don't go off Uh, Running off by ourselves and getting lost
1: And I think that Sometimes things are Bigger than They're supposed to be Like sea caves or Um Amulets or Um Maybe this place too
2: Tissa don't jinx us Uh uh, mm. Please As a sailor Cobb is a very superstitious person Makes sense what superstitions he has, I don't know, but I'm, I assure you he has
0: them. He's a firm believer in something.
2: He's a firm believer in don't getting jinxed, I guess. Okay.
1: I'm going to do a sensitivity tracking roll with the intent of seeing if there are signs of stuff. That's one success and one edge. Not a great roll.
0: Not a great roll. Um, I'm actually going to roll some dice here. Why, you ask? Don't worry about it. I'm the dungeon master, and what I say goes. We're in a dungeon now, so I'm a dungeon master. Normally I'm the game master, but... One and an edge matches, so... You see some deep scrapes in some of these cobblestones. Look like they were made by something heavy and sharp. You also see, however, a series of scrapes made by something bigger than the stones are. Some of the stones are scraped from end to end.
2: Shallow parallel scratches. Somebody moving furniture around in here. Now who is jinxing? Look, I can handle aggressive furniture.
1: Well, I was thinking about demon
2: princes, but yeah. I, mm well, I guess we have already handled a couple of them, but still I would much I would much prefer it to just be aggressive furniture.
1: Aggressive furniture. I'm gonna roll understanding spirits.
2: Okay. I mean if you've ever been on a boat in the middle of a storm, most of the furniture gets fairly aggressive.
1: <laughs> Two
0: successes. Two successes on um you said understanding spirits?
1: Yes. And I'm, well, specifically, I'm trying to understand aggressive furniture.
0: Oh. (laughs) I mean, it's not unthinkable that a lesser daemon could be furniture like, or even perhaps have some kind of a poltergeist effect on furniture. It's not unthinkable.
3: Okay. The prince did ride on, um.
0: Oh, right. No, never mind. You've witnessed aggressive furniture. (laughs) (laughs) Because the radiant prince had his uh, altar.
1: That he wrote around on, you're right.
2: It was quite aggressive furniture.
1: That was, yeah. So here the three of us are essentially doing the equivalent of adventurer in jokes while. Oh no, four.
0: Fulquin is very, very interested in this conversation. The notion of furniture being haunted <laughs> is very new and very novel to Fulquin, and she's fascinated. So,
1: furniture an option? Mm hmm. I've never heard of furniture stealing and eating cattle, but I've never
0: heard of furniture doing lots of things when you think about it. Mm. That's a good point.
2: Cobb kind of like stretches and sort of rubs at his chest where he's been stabbed by horrors before. I. It's not great. I don't like it.
1: Mm. Furniture?
2: Mm. <laughs> Aggressive furniture.
1: Oh. Okay, so we have scratch marks. Um, And actually, where are they leading, Kat?
0: They're parallel to the road, so they're leading either to or from the the palace.
1: Well, so I think our goal maybe actually then is to meet whatever made those scratches.
2: Hmm. Well, if it's large enough to make scratches like that in the stone, it's probably large enough to steal goats. So it very well is what we're looking for. Or at least I hope it's what we're looking for and there isn't a second one of them.
1: Uh.
0: I would like some sensitivity humanity from you guys, please.
1: Nothing from the wandering Magus.
3: One success, one edge success.
2: Not enough. Cobb got a big old zero. He rolled really poorly. Cobb is not paying attention. He is too busy uh, complaining about aggressive furniture and fretting, I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: Fulcrum's listening to you guys and giving a nod-nod, uh-huh. And just... Now I'm starting to hope that the ruins aren't furnished at all, right, Radha? R- Radha? Oh. Well, oh dear. Mm. And um, you guys look up from your conversation to notice that um, Radha, she seems to have gone ahead, or gone somewhere. Hmm. Kirsten, you know them well enough to know they're not particularly patient.
1: Three successes, one edge. Where did Rada go? On, um, sorry, that was sensitivity tracking. Mm, yeah, inside. Okay. Or at least straight ahead. I guess that decision's been made for us. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole point was making sure that no one... Gets just eviscerated while on their own, so we should probably catch up. I think. Yeah.
2: Good I hope idea. No one gets
0: eviscerated at all.
1: Ideally, is getting eviscerated an option?
2: I certainly hope not.
1: Oh, okay. All
0: right, doing it for the cattle, and Fulcrum kind of steadies herself, gives gives herself a little a little pump up gesture, and um. Follows you guys inside. <laughs> like she's,
1: she's sticking pretty close <laughs> to you guys. So, what? I guess we have to change our survival roles to urban ruins roles. That is a skill that yeah. I don't have.
0: Yep, you are in the urban ruins.
2: Well, sadly, none of us are infiltrators. Uh, but we do have regular survival, so... so. Cobb is going to roll Adaptability Survival then to, to sort of take stock of everything that's going on around him and try and figure out what's a good thing to do. We've been to enough ruins and he's been to enough treasure hunts and that kind of stuff that he's he's got a good idea. Let's see what he gets. Uh, two successes and three edge successes. Two
0: successes and three edge successes on, sorry, you said survival ruins?
2: Uh, yeah, that's just survival, yeah. survival urban.
0: So you've already realized the most important thing about being in the ruins, and that is lighting.
2: Cobb is on top of the lighting.
0: You get a good look around the place, and at least the the front foyer is uh, enormous. It's a cavernous space with great curving staircases on either side leading up to balconies, some crumbling and... Missing and some surprisingly intact, still draped with fabric. The floor is scored with deep scratches and seems to go on well beyond the limits of your lantern. The good news is, uh, Rada might have been right about basements. You don't see any holes in the floor or anything like that.
1: Question? That's convenient. Question
0: is, did Jem go with Rada? Um, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say the front door was not big enough for an elk to fit through, which also okay. doesn't mean Polly has to stay behind.
2: I was going to say it also depends on how much Jem is like Polly and doesn't like enclosed spaces.
0: Yeah, but uh, I think um, when you guys were coming in here, you saw Jem trying to to fit and couldn't.
1: And then next question is, how about the local spell pieces?
0: Local spell pieces are... Um,
2: forgotten. Um. No, they're just forgotten. You they're forgot. They're just them.
0: forgotten. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's the only one. Fair and deserved.
2: Those are also the two next spell pieces. <laughs> Which I'm writing down until you tell me what the other ones
0: are. I'm working. Okay, well, I'm going to say what they are when you stop cutting me off to dunk on me, you knob. Continue. <laughs> Thank you. We have forgotten, warning, versatile, luminous, mysterious, and um, riches. Hmm. Hello. Your voice echoes weird in this place. It's a large, enclosed space, which is not particularly common, I suppose, in Tissa's experience. It's very like being in an enormous cave. Your hello bounces cheerfully off walls you can't even see. Comes back a second
2: later, confused. Well, it didn't seem like we got an answer from Rada, so... Let's try and catch up with them and make sure that they don't get into too much trouble by themselves. So...
1: Kind of... So we're in a big giant foyer foyer that uh, stretches on beyond the length of our lantern. There are some crumbling stairs, I think you said mm-hmm. and some balconies and some balconies
0: this um it looks to be a like three floor building, although how much is on the second and third floor, and how much of that is accessible. Can't really tell from here. A lot of what you can see of upper floors is severely damaged or destroyed.
1: So if we want to find a rata, we probably stay on the ground floor? Mm, That sounds right to me. I mean,
0: that being said, Rada, from what I've seen so far, can be a little... Reckless? Mm. Fulquan kind of cups her hands around her mouth, just "Rada, you hear?" Hello. Why didn't I think of that? And um, you hear what from uh, one of the balconies?
2: Oh, good. And Rada kind of gives you a wave from the second floor. Well, be careful. We don't know what's around here, other than possibly aggressive furniture
1: oh right the furniture sorry I forgot I'm gonna make a sensitivity furniture roll do it uh that is one success and one edge there is
0: a lot of furniture in the foyer did I say there was none
1: I don't know you said that there is some now
2: this is the first ruling on the furniture
0: Is there, okay good I'm just a little spacey today. So there's um there's furniture of varying sizes. There's some furniture that like a child could sit in and some like very large chairs for an unusually tall person. There's a long sofa that could probably fit like five people shoulder to shoulder.
1: Does it look like it's been kept to the elements for a hundred years? Mm, no. It does not. Mm-hmm. Um, does this look too new to any of you? Uh Cobb
2: just kind of sighs. I don't...
1: Maybe mm, a just, little bit. Yeah. This one's cute.
0: Look how little it is.
2: Well, be on guard, everybody. And and Cobb is going to draw his saber just to have it at the ready. What
0: are you guys looking at chairs down there for? Well... God, Penelope. The,
2: uh, uh, look! Look, the... In our line of work, this can mean something. Okay, it's my line of work too.
1: I think he was including you.
2: Rada just shrugs. Just be careful up there, okay? Do you have something to defend yourself with? Uh, duh.
0: Rada comes down the the staircase, kind of um hopping up onto the the banister to make it past the crumbled sections.
2: Uh, look, sorry, I've only got one cavalier to go off of, and he kind of just like motions the lantern at the. Uh...
0: Oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> S- say no more, Say no more.
3: <laughs> hey.
1: Mm. Here is a sensitivity tracking. Uh, one success two edges. Do we see any more scraping?
0: Yes. Some of the upholstered furniture has got, like, long scrapes in it. There's scrapes in the floor here. The long sofa especially is scratched up.
3: Hmm. I'm going to make a understanding humanity to see if there's any, I don't know if, I can't remember if I've done this before, but if there's any castle, like if this castle matches any stories that I've heard before, like in the village. Okay, yeah. Oh, I got nothing. Okay. Rada kind of
0: makes their way over to you guys. I mean, it does kind of remind me of the one story. Oh, this is sort mm. of
1: leans on her spear. Can it, If body language can express, I don't think that horrors sit on furniture. That's what it's trying to express, but um, that's yeah. not something that she knows how to say out loud.
0: This is very expressive in a visual medium. <laughs> but uh yeah, Rada kind of nods their head and says, Yeah, I think I heard once about a noble demon who had gained control over the horrors and was using them to carry out errands. Oh. And so it seemed to everybody like it was something simple and mindless. Just a just a horror, right? Mm. But then, when they tracked it to its source, they found a creature more powerful than they could have imagined.
2: Are you just messing with us? Because I think I can imagine them. We've already met, like, at least two of them.
1: Oh. Oh, you have? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they didn't even kill us even once. Huh. Uh
3: Ah. Well, almost. They. I mean,
2: it was not without trying. And again, he Cobb is just going to like motion the lantern at uh, Penelope. (laughs) Well,
3: I. I mean, I. I. I tried.
0: So they tried to kill you, though. Well, I don't
3: know if they even really realize what life is. No, no, there
2: was definitely like. They tried to imprison us.
3: Well, at the but, very
2: least.
1: Yeah, but then there was also the the time with the one with the, this, yeah. And mm. Tissa just, just kind of gestures at the uh, scarf on her spear.
2: So, well, yeah, we just need to make sure that you're, like, not messing with us here. I mean, I
0: was a little bit.
2: Well, honestly, I'd prefer that. Anyway, there's nothing on the second floor.
0: Okay, that's yeah. good to know.
1: So, the claw marks, do they kind of just, like, come from outside to the furniture and stop there, or are there more directions that they go in?
0: There's more directions that they go in. What are some of those directions? Toward the stairs. The stairs on the left-hand side, the ones Radha just came down, are more or less intact. But they also move toward the stairs on the right every now and again. Hmm. They carry on straight ahead where if this is a normal foyer, there might be some kind of grand door?
1: I assume that there probably isn't a door, since we seem to be looking out into some sort of cavernous expanse. You can't see the door from here. Okay. Well, they go here and here and here, and you said that there wasn't
3: anything upstairs?
0: I, I didn't see anything upstairs.
3: Okay. okay. Hmm. Huh. Well, I guess it must be on the main floor, then. It's so bright, it's so bright.
1: Ugh. Okay, now we can do this. Shall we go? Yeah, let's go.
2: After you? Cobb will head off, and, uh, seeing as he's got the lantern.
1: Very good.
0: Yeah, and uh, Radha follows behind Cobb, and the rest of you go ahead, I suppose. And what is there? As you guys move ahead, you see, in fact, a large door. Oh. Huh. It's not entirely intact. Um, Half of it has long since rotted away. And half of it has been replaced with newer, fresher, but much rougher and less delicately handled wood than must have been here.
1: See, look... See, is there's... that's not old enough. Oh, yeah. I
0: mean, it's... it's... I mean, it's pretty well made, though. So...
1: Who's been living here? Mm. Hmm. don't, like, live places. They just kind of are.
0: Yeah, but demons live places. Demons live places. (gasps)
1: Demons! I'm not sure we can handle demons, you guys. We're here. We have to keep going.
2: Well, we've done it once before. Hell, we've done it twice before. I think we can pull off the hat trick. (laughs) I don't know if hockey exists in this world, but I'm gonna use hockey terminology.
0: Yeah, there's definitely hockey.
2: Oh right. The game was made by Canadians.
0: Rocky is canon in a milta. Fight me. <laughs> Rather just jerseys cob and starts. <laughs> so on the other side of this rough-hewn door, there is more furniture. This is a smaller room. It still has a large high ceiling. And it features centrally a long wooden table. And... Several chairs of varying sizes. How many chairs? Several. um, Probably about, like, four. Okay. Five.
3: Mm-hmm. Is there scrape marks here? Well, yeah, lots. I've going a rule of sensitivity. And is there lots of dust? Uh, let me see here. Like, Or does it look um, like the dust has been disturbed recently? Yeah, give me a rule. Sensitivity, humanity, I guess. I got nothing. Oh,
0: gosh. I mean, there are some dirt on ground. Neat.
1: Two successes, sensitivity tracking. How are our claw marks?
0: There's a bunch of them, and they kind of, they move around this table.
1: I mean, like, there are different sets of claw marks, I suppose, but, like, do they look like they're probably all made by approximately the same thing? Are there multiple different things? Can I tell that with two successes?
0: With two successes, you can tell that the majority of the claw marks are all the same. Okay. About the same depth, about the same shape. There are some that are different. Oh. But most of them, most of them are identical. So it looks like whatever it is, there's more than one?
1: Maybe there's a lot of them. Uh, a lot of pipes
0: up helpfully. Yeah, yeah thank you.
1: <laughs> well, most of them are that one. But there's like those ones that are small and I don't, they could be older,
2: but. Uh. Did, are any of the pieces of furniture or walls not covered in claw marks?
0: The walls for the most part aren't. And um, the furniture in this room mostly isn't. So hmm. just the floor? There's actually, there is one chair, the
2: largest one at the head of the table. That one is quite scratched. Cobb is going to poke one of the unscratched chairs with a sword.
0: Maybe it's haunted.
2: Maybe it is haunted. We've, We've already been over the ghosts. Just want to make sure.
1: I want to know, but your friend is really, really bright.
2: Oh, you're, oh, oh, okay. Right, right, right.
1: Oh, maybe
0: we can go in the other room? Radha can come with me. I'll be safe if Radha comes with me, right? And Radha's like, yeah, absolutely. There could be there could be 20 of them. Whatever. <laughs> and so, yeah, Fulquin kind of takes Rada by the arm and heads back out into the lobby to go take another look at the haunted furniture out there.
1: Ooh, that's a roll. That's um, two successes and three edges on sensitivity focus.
0: The three edges will tell you something extremely important.
1: Okay. At the cost of?
0: I'm gonna go with the usual Tissa thing, which is to say, at the cost of you being able to hide that you know this. Okay, that's not Rada. Oh, the feeling is not one of a cavalier. It is similar, but much, much larger. Oh.
1: Oh, 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 that's that's not the same cavalier. Ca- Tissa just like rushes after them.
2: Uh, what Tissa? Come back! Come on!
3: No, come on! And, come on! And,
2: please. And Cobb is is going to fall.
3: Yeah, I, I will also follow.
0: And um, you see, Falkland standing on her own in the lobby. Um, Rada heard something up on the second
1: floor and ran off. Ah, uh, that wasn't Rada. That was something. <gasps> it didn't feel like a demon. If that helps you any. I mean,
3: a, a, a little. So, so where is where is Rada? They ran off up upstairs. Well, we maybe. Uh,
1: well, I don't think we even know that, huh? That wasn't the cavalier we came in with. Oh, oh dear. Okay. Then, then what was it? Um, well, it was alive, and they were older than your cavalier is. Um, well, red big guy. If that wasn't Rada, then
0: where is Rada? Uh,
3: where did so before we? Noticed Rada was missing, and then Rada was on this. Then we called, and Rada answered from the second floor. Where was the last that we would remember Rada being? Um, I'm gonna outside the main entrance with you guys. Um, let's um, let's 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 circle back to the main entrance. See if we can what what kind okay. of tracks we see. Hmm. <sighs>
1: Tissa is agitated. She's walking heavier than she probably should be.
0: Um, I'm sure we'll find them, Tissa.
1: I'm going to cast searing finding. No, wait. I just used two of my own words. Scratch that. Never mind. Kirsten, it's uh, your arc. You should do something.
0: We Yeah, we do have the word luminous. I don't know if that's, but yeah, it's true. I think Folquins kind of drifted closer to Penelope.
3: uh we have luminous how about ooh, I'm gonna actually cast Restoring Path so that I can we can have like a vision of what uh Rada's path was like. The real Rada.
1: I'm gonna go ahead and since I've got like a billion memory points, chord that. What are you adding? Uh we'll throw on finding on that. Okay.
0: Actually, I've, I've got to talk to you about scatter costs first. Are we doing a straight up family circus? Not me. Where Jeffy go? <laughs> like glowing footy prints? Are you going for like a general direction?
3: Um. Yeah, I guess I w- I want something that actually like traces the path. I guess.
0: Are you going for like a hologram image of what happened?
3: Yeah, kind of like a fast forward hologram image. Like follow the image. Yeah.
0: Okay. That is going to cost you a full six scatter.
3: Ooh. Okay. I'm going to do it because I think I'm, I haven't used scatter yet. So.
0: Okay. So you watch as a slightly transparent Rada storms in, looks around, throws their arms up in a I can't believe they're still talking about furniture gesture. <laughs> and. Walks to the right, near where the crumbled staircase is. You see them open a door and they cast a look over their shoulder as they walk through this door at something, but carry on. And I assume you guys are following?
2: Yes. For now.
0: What you find is a small, dark, warm corridor with old tapestries hanging from the walls and not... 200-and-something-year-old tapestries, but old ones, nonetheless. And you watch holographic Rada just exploring this place, looking back over their shoulder again, turning around to turn back, realizing maybe that they'd gone too far from the rest of you, when they near a door. Then, from the other end of this corridor, something emerges. It is large, um, easily the size of an apple tree. A long serpent covered in gleaming pearly scales, the color of lemon curd. Its face, like a crocodile's, but eerily sharp and intelligent, is framed by a mane of brilliant white feathers, and it... Quickly, unbelievably quickly, gives Radha a shove into this door, closes, locks it with claws that are, even as it does this, beginning to take the shape of human hands.
1: Rad, do they call it the Golden Dragon Festival for a reason?
3: Uh, I'm going to roll in understanding humanity. Does Penelope... Remember the the reason for the, the history name
0: of-, of the festival she is the queen yes. of <laughs>
3: yeah, two understand are two successes.
0: <laughs> two successes will tell you that is the name of the festival she's queen of, <laughs> the golden dragon
3: festival. <laughs> like the reason the history behind it.
0: <laughs> um the history behind it is a little bit obscure, although there are folktales of there being a golden dragon living in the woods. Oh. You also know that dragons are expert mimics.
1: Oh. Tissa kinda of just like gestures with her spear little. I guess that this is rhetorical at this point. Hmm. Um Well then. Well, it's so pretty. It is. Oh. That's why it was
0: cattle going missing.
2: Well, that would make a lot of sense. I hope your shiny friend can help us out, though.
3: We'll try. Uh, So, Penelope's going to go over to the cupboard where Hologram Rada was shoved into and try to open it. It is locked. Uh, Penelope has Tinker. That she does. Lockpick that. Two successes and an edge.
0: Two successes will get it open. This is not exactly the work of a master locksmith. And as soon as the clicking of your tools start, there is a pounding on the door. Just a "Hey!
2: Let me out of here. We're, we're We're working on it.
0: God!" And then eventually you get the door open, and you see hologram Rada pounding on a phantom door that isn't there, and they slowly fade into the real thing, which is standing there, just kind of huffing. <sighs>
1: So it's not a horror, it's a dragon. I think that you maybe already met that, though. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I've never met a dragon. I hope they're nice. Well, I do shove people into closets, but eh.
2: I, I am actually somewhat curious, though, as as when we, we left them alone with, and, and Cobb kind of motions to uh, the Queen and the Rock, and they didn't hang around for very long. I wonder if they don't like our shiny friend. Mm? Certainly if it, if it seems a bit too bright for you, Tissa, I wonder if something that would be possibly much more sensitive than us huh? uh, could deal in that kind of, that sort of presence. It might just be annoying. Fulcrum blinks at you blankly. Mm. You know, like not obviously dangerous, but, mm. you know, it's hard to, hard to do things when the sun's staring you in the face
0: i I mean, um we could just go back now. I mean, Radha thought there were horrors here, but it's it's not horrors. It looks like it's just a predator hunting. I'm sure it's fine. It's kind of scary here
3: it is it is somewhat yes,
2: hmm. I would. Imagine, though, and this might be something that, and he and and Cobb turns to the three here who uh, are native to the place, maybe something that our burgeoning government can strike a deal, shall we say? Uh, uh, Oh. Or you can continue to have your livestock eaten. I mean, that's up to you, but they certainly seem intelligent, and not hostile, so I don't know. Maybe little you scratch my back, I scratch yours?
1: Oh, yes. Just is sort of like parsing the metaphor in her head, sort of like, well, I wouldn't want to be scratched by that claw. That seems like that wouldn't be good. Um, um right. I will
0: negotiate with the dragon. Right. Y- yes.
2: And Cobb kind of like elbows Penelope, maybe with some help from one of the locals.
3: Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh yes, yes.
0: Um, uh, are you okay? You seem a little
3: distracted. Um <gasps> I mean maybe you've been replaced. No 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 no. I'm mm, I'm me. Mm. I'm I'm me.
2: She's just like that.
3: <laughs> Um, I don't know. I've never faced a dragon before, but it hasn't harmed people, has it? Just livestock I mean, actually,
0: specifically, you'll remember that, um, when your father was telling your uncle's story, it saw him, looked at him, recognized that he was a person, and then turned and left
3: so yeah, I guess I guess we can just leave it be It seems to just mm-hmm. want a be- good idea, yes.
1: Yes, let's leave the dragon alone Do you think it will let us, I hope it'll let us leave We did kind of like, it seemed Probably Mm.
0: Remember how when Radha got replaced Radha started telling all those stories that were very scary and creepy Mm. About demons and things Uh I think maybe the dragon wants us to leave
3: So we should go yeah, I don't think the dragon's been dangerous. Um, yeah.
2: Well,
1: Tessa just kind of makes like a pointed eye contact with Cobb. Uh,
2: they probably do, but I mean, you know, showed up to their house uninvited, knocking all over the place, poking stuff, you know. Uh they they might just want to take a nap, but at the very least, while we're here, maybe we can leave them a message, a note saying, hey, can we talk about the goats?
0: Oh, that's a good idea. Let's leave a letter for the dragon. Mm. Rada, do you have any paper?
2: I have paper. Penelope's a bad influence, Oh. <laughs> oh. Cobb actually does have some some old... <laughs> Uh, look! Look here, and Cobb digs through some of his stuff. Look, I've got uh, some pieces of old maps that I don't even remember what these are for.
1: No, we can do better than that. We've got eleven points in our survival pool.
0: Yeah, maybe one of you brought some blank
2: paper and charcoal to sketch out the
0: dungeon on, or
2: something. Sure, let's use a survival point then. We've got we've got random knickknacks yeah. and and stuff like yeah. that. Let's
0: Let's see, dear. Um. And Falquin has kind of got the paper up against a wall and it's What? Well, looks back over shoulder, just. What, what? What? How do you address a
1: dragon? Tiss is just like standing there blinking.
2: Golden dragon?
1: Uh, what kind of, uh, skill do dragons belong to?
0: Um, I would allow spirits just because they're, um,. They're, in essence, kind of spiritual creatures. Dragons are formed along the lines directly between two daeliths, where the forces are kind of stretched by the pulling between these two divine monuments. So they are spirits. Okay. They're a lot more corporeal than, say, a horror would be, but mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're spirits.
1: Okay. So that is two successes and one edge. How does one talk to a dragon? If I know anything at all. Dragons, by
0: and large, live apart from humanity. They don't ordinarily like to interact with humans or be around them. They like to live in remote places far from them. They certainly wouldn't demand the kind of deference that a noble demon does. It's hard to say. Most dragons almost certainly don't receive letters at all.
1: (laughs) Tissa kind of just shrugs then. Um, dear dragon.
0: There is suddenly a loud noise from the other end of the hall where you guys came from. A great groaning and splintering and crumbling sound.
1: Well, I guess that's answering that question for us. So, um... Maybe we should go.
0: Let's all run very fast.
1: I'm going to do a sensitivity survival, one success, two edges.
0: If you keep the edge successes, it's going to cost you two scatter. Let's go for it. You can smell on the air the sudden blossoming of vegetation. You can feel it as enormous roots wind their way through the stone and plaster of this forgotten structure. And you can hear that this groaning and creaking... Is the spreading of a massive tree. And you can feel that tree pulling toward you.
1: Is that... Is that Juge? Huh? There... Uh, uh, no, um... We're right here. Well... Yeah. Why did that tree just grow outside? I don't think anyone else can see the tree. No. The tree? Where? You
0: can feel it and smell it and like sense it. Um, Let's all go look. Fulquin hurries down the hall toward the lobby, and Rada follows.
3: He's like, hey, get 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 back here! Come on.
2: All right, let's go.
3: Wait, I'm gonna roll a sensitivity humanity. It. I don't. I know Penelope doesn't know Fulquin super well, but does Fulquin feel like Fulquin?
0: She keeps saying that the dragon probably wants you to leave and that you should all leave. Sensitivity Humanity, I only got one. Yeah, your Sensitivity Humanity has pointed out that, like, she has been nonstop harping on you guys to leave. Also, her reaction when she saw the dragon was to comment on how pretty it was. (laughs) And when you guys get out into the lobby, you see two things. You see... A tail the color of lemon curd sliding into a door on a balcony on the second floor. And you see Fulcwin standing beside a ruined door that has been overcome by an enormous tree with white star-shaped blossoms.
2: Mm. There you uh. are.
0: <sighs> <sighs> Sorry, did I worry you all?
2: Ugh.
0: I didn't mean to.
2: No, it's it's not your fault. We keep getting... We keep getting pranked.
3: Things are getting pretty confusing. <laughs> Rada shoved me in a closet, and I
1: found that deeply hurtful. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the goodness is that it wasn't this one and Tissa gestures to Rada.
0: Rada waves. <laughs> no, no, there's a there's a dragon that's playing tricks. It's
2: um it's real good at not being it. It mostly wants us to go away because I think we're bothering it. Oh, but it does keep eating the goats,
0: right, and worse than that, it's frightening the people. if they think there's horrors around, they're not gonna feel safe.
1: So maybe we try to all stay within line of sight of everyone else this time yeah
2: is that is 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 that is that the, the cop is gonna point at uh at falkman is that the is that the real shiny friend? yes. Okay, I think...
0: He helped me do this so I could get out of the closet.
2: Well, I don't want to use it as a cudgel against the dragon, but it might help if we are at least going to try and talk to it.
0: Hmm. Right. What do
3: you think, Penelope? It's your town, after all. Um, well, I mean, I understand a dragon has to have food, but we also want to protect the village. Perhaps we could make a deal? Hmm.
0: I mean, the dragon's done some carpentry
3: anyway. <laughs> <laughs> True enough. Hmm. <laughs> um, and what was it? So we have... Um, sorry, one more time. The spell pieces were
1: forgotten fallen luminous riches and path
3: how about encouraging forgotten uh i want to cast that to help like because the dragon has somewhat been forgotten in details and not remembered by the village but like encouraging the dragon to kind of like have a conversation with us
1: fuck it another chord we're gonna add speaking so it's encouraging the forgotten to speak Ooh. I like that. Okay. Encouraging forgotten speaking.
0: That's very beautiful and I like that a lot. So I'm gonna ask you for, let's see, you know, I'm gonna ask you for to scatter on this one. Okay.
3: Tell me about encouraging the forgotten to speak. Mm, It's like a warm campfire glow. It's like the thing that a you know, when you're walking by and a campfire is lit, and you just kind of like wander by, and everyone just seems so at ease, and just it encourages people to come by and sit and talk and share stories.
2: That's nice. That's very nice.
3: So,
0: I think a, a moment passes, and there's a there's a warm campfire glow around you guys. You, I'm assuming, pull up chairs from the variety that are in this room. (laughs) And slowly you see someone emerge. Not from the right-hand balcony, but from the left. The one that's mostly whole except for the portion that they have to walk on the banister. And they do, effortlessly. This person looks like a tall, um, even taller than Penelope, but narrow and angular uh, person. Um, and they have short golden yellow hair, and they dress in simple clothes of bright red, with the exception of very shiny gold buttons and they hop up onto the balcony and do a little bit of a balance beam act down past <laughs> the crumbled portion of the left-hand staircase and make it down to you guys. And... um, Hello. Welcome to my house.
3: Hello, um, we're we're terribly sorry for uh, barging in. We didn't realize there were, you know, it this was currently occupied.
1: Well, I—that's not entirely true, right? We thought. There were Mm. horrors or
3: something. That is, that is true, yes. Yeah, we were,
0: yeah, Penelope, we were pretty sure it was occupied.
3: With, yeah, sorry, we didn't realize it was occupied by, mm, yes, it was horrors we thought that were here.
0: No, I, um, I, uh, I can be horrors. If I want.
3: I believe you. Mm hmm
0: I can be lots of things if I want.
3: We've noticed. (laughs) You're very good at it.
0: Why, thank you. It's a skill, you know.
3: Mm. must take a long time to learn.
0: It does. It does. Some dragons live for centuries before they can learn to walk on two legs. Really? mm mm-hmm. And at this, they kind of puff out their chest a little bit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, so, we were hoping that we could uh, create a dialogue about um, resources. Uh, the way that you've been, um, getting sheep has been scaring our village. I mean, that
0: was kind of the point. I figured if they thought it was a horror, nobody would come after, you know?
1: Mm. Well, we came. Yeah.
0: You
3: guys came. Um... Well, what if we like create a exchange? You know, we don't bother you and we provide you know, a goat or sheep or something or you know, then you don't have to pretend to be a whore.
0: Mm. I mean, would would people do that? Would people just give me their sheep? Mm. People always want something. If there's anything I know about people it's that they want things.
1: Mm, no, that's, that's, yeah. I mean. Well, but like, like everything is all about wanting things, isn't it?
3: Mm. Mm, I guess. But then we wouldn't, we, it would take away the fear, right? If we had an enrichment as opposed to just the thought of random horrors, right? The fear is
0: important. Mm. I may not look it, but I'm um, very, 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 very dangerous.
2: The problem mm-hmm. with the fear is eventually they don't want to feel it anymore and they come after you. Mm, And while our small group here Is maybe not up to the task Who's to say more of us aren't More rangers More more folks like And he kind of motions to to With their friends And Uh, he kind of points And he kind of like You know does this The side eye thing at Juge
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hi I'm not unfamiliar with humans, but I'm not unfamiliar with rangers. Hmm. I'm not unfamiliar with a lot of things. My parents are Tamiris and Augustine.
3: Hmm.
2: And Bob's your uncle.
0: <laughs> I don't sure. understand human jokes.
2: The point being... Oh, now I get it. Wouldn't it be much easier for everybody if you got along because you were all doing something for each other? hmm Now, I'm not going to say that we, we need to come up with something now, but for instance, at least in the interim, maybe we say that you're keeping the horrors away for now until we come up with something better. At least then... You know, they'll essentially be paying you for services.
3: Give us a chance to talk to the community.
0: I'm kind of losing the thread of this, because this one, um, they point a hand which has become slightly clawed at Cobb, does seem to be trying to intimidate me, which is Mm. a poor life choice, and, um... You're saying I need to talk to people. That's, that's what we're, that's, we're, we're, we're. Should I or should I not be afraid of the populace at large? You guys are giving me somewhat confusing messages on this.
3: No, don't, there's no, we don't, we're not trying to create fear. Uh, uh, Sorry.
2: (laughs) Yes, thank you, Rada.
0: Yeah, Rada's eye roll is so severe that they fall backward in their chair. (laughs) Fulquin has to help them back up.
1: We're not trying to create fear. Well, maybe he is.
2: I'll recuse myself and Cobb gets up.
1: No, no, you, uh, mm.
0: I am called Daybreak. I have lived here for... Decades upon decades. I sometimes look like this, and I sometimes look like a bear, and I sometimes look like a horror. Mm. It is a pleasure to meet you. Likewise. I'm still extremely confused.
3: My name is Penelope.
0: That doesn't explain it.
3: <laughs> um, we, we are here to keep everyone... Happy and safe.
0: Everyone is for the most part happy and safe. Hmm. Every now and again there's a little stealing. But isn't there always a little stealing? <laughs> Hasn't there always been a little stealing?
3: Penelope blushes oh, as she is... thinks about <laughs> <laughs> her constant. Daybreak thing. is transforming
0: into me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just me, cat. <laughs> Oops. A little stealing is happening, but it's fine. It's fine.
3: Wouldn't it be easier if we just set some aside for you?
0: I mean, easier for me, but. Then. Are they gonna?
3: Yeah. I mean, if we can, Because uh, people lem- used to, you know. Pardon? They used to. Oh. Really, I used to come down to the village
0: once a year, and everybody would give me something to eat. And in return, I would wish them luck on a future harvest <gasps> and help them with their ceremony. Ding
3: ding ding ding! Penelope finally has her light bulb moment. Uh, that's the history of the Golden Dragon Festival.
2: Yeah, they still do that. Oh, what? Or are you, did they what? not invite you? What,
3: what? they do it without no. me? <laughs> Humans are, are short-lived, forgetful creatures, and it, it looks like over our short lifespans, things get forgotten over time in history. Um, when, when, when when was the last time that happened? Oh, it was
1: like, jeez, like, must have been like
0: 120? Uh, I was little. I was really little. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah,
0: we Oh yeah, no everything got wrecked. I I know about everything getting wrecked. I was here. We can start the
3: tradition again. Oh I I work with the festival. I can I can talk to people and we can and I can tell them.
0: Yeah, you bailed on the festival though, Penelope.
3: Uh Well this was kind of important. Yeah, I guess I did kind of leave. She's
0: technically working on it. (laughs) And Fulcuin kind of gives Rada a little swat, just like, hey!
3: Here, why don't we go and I can talk to the festival committee and tell them that I've learned about the history of the festival and what it means and what we can start doing moving forward. Um, Um,
0: you know what? We will try this. Good, good. If this, if this fails, I will be angry and I will eat the largest banquet I've ever eaten. I... I will really, in your terms, go hog wild.
3: uh, Uh, all right. We'll, we will, we will do our best.
0: Mm. Okay. All right. Let's, let's do it. Let's try and talk to the people. Yes. And speaking of talking to the people about things in the past? It's memory time.
2: <laughs> and this time our memory needs to be Penelope do not steal Daybreak's food, please <laughs> just once.
1: Well, unless Daybreak's food is the entire of the all of the people.
2: Mm. Then things might get a little uh, might get a little crazy, but we'll we'll things g- things might get hairy then. We'll we'll burn that bridge when we get there.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I I think for like I can't believe it took me so long to my, this is like a meta memory, but it took me so long to realize Folquin was not Folquin. <laughs> oh.
2: I I I am more surprised that. It took Penelope that long to piece the Golden Dragon Festival together.
3: (laughs) (sighs) That's Penelope, and that's me.
2: (sighs) This is a very good arc for Penelope, I think.
0: (laughs) She's learning. (laughs) It's true. Penelope's learning lots of things, and I like it a lot. Um, Kathleen?
1: Mm. What do you remember? I'm enjoying the kind of like Scooby Doo esque antics of this episode.
3: <laughs> I know it's very—that's <laughs> actually a very good way of describing. It. Also, I'm like, where are they? Oh yeah, they're upstairs now. Um, and I thought that
1: the spells were fun. You
2: guys cast some very nice spells. That was a really cool spell.
3: Hmm. And actually, I'm going to give my my point again to Kathleen for helping with the spells.
1: Well, if this is a competition, Nick, you are losing real bad on the getting memory points from Kirsten game. <laughs> I'm
2: sorry, Nick. I think I got one.
0: <sighs> Nick, your memory, what is it? My memory was the fact that
2: it took Penelope like most oh, of yeah. the session to figure out the. Oh, well, that was your
0: memory. I thought that was just you making a wry observation. No. I didn't know that, that was. The, I also actually formal.
2: got a huge kick out of when Penelope finally realized oh, Golden Dragon Festival. Because it took us, like, most of the session. (laughs) But it was very good.
0: Yay. Yay. Do I have any good memories? They're all bad memories. No, I don't have any at all. I'm a JRPG hero.
1: Oh, Oh, okay.
0: I have this necklace. Yeah. And I don't know where I got it, but I feel like
1: it's important.
2: You'll have to stay tuned for the next story arc, dear listeners, uh, to find out if Cat regains her memories.
1: Listeners, if you know why Cat's necklace is important, please contact us on Twitter
2: <laughs> at Peach, Ar- Peach Garden RPGs or
1: using the email form on sortofsymphonies.com <laughs> or peachgardengames.com. They both go to the same place.
0: Or honestly, if you ask me in the chat on Friday nights at the Homebrew hygiene stream, I'll I'll probably get that too. I'm the king of the chat now.
2: (laughs) But yeah, let us us know what is Cat's Necklace for.
0: (laughs) And what's my relation to the villain?
2: It's very important, and I'm sure it is a a wonderful twist.
0: You won't see it coming. None of you are going to fucking see it coming. Neither am I.
2: That's how you know it's good.
0: Thank you guys for playing with me. Thank you. And thank you, listeners. Thank you, listener. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 bye.